Back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is Season 2, Episode 14, Basement Projects and Tornado Alley. Um, We come to you this fine Tuesday evening in Ohio, where most of our state is currently under a tornado watch. Mm-hmm. Um, which if I don't know where you are, if you have tornadoes. So the way that it works here for us is there's like a whole system set up by the national weather service and a watch basically means, Hey, there's a good chance things are going to flare up and get a little squirrely later. So be on the lookout. Um, if you have a warning, it is either radar indicated or confirmed by a trained weather spotter that yes, Hey, there is actually a tornado. Um, so a watch isn't too big of a deal, but it's just crappy. I hate this time of year. Me too. Not a fan. This time and fall time, right? Fall also. Yes, because it just, it's the weird mix of like, it's cold in the morning, it gets real hot in the day, and it's mm-hmm. perfect for the atmosphere to just be stupid. So... Uh, we have already had some doozies come through here this afternoon. We've got, um, I've been watching the radar all day because I'm kind of a weather nerd and we've got one more good round coming through around now. Uh, actually I was going to say eight or nine o'clock, but then I looked at the clock and essentially now we've got one more good round coming at us around now-ish and (laughs) once that's out of here, we should be good. So Hopefully, as we're discussing, do you take a project to the basement if you hear tornado sirens? Hopefully, that doesn't actually happen, because quite frankly, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> uh, like, do you continue report recording your podcast when there's a tornado warning? I don't know. Time will tell. I don't have a basement. I have a in an interior bathroom <laughs> that I can stay in. So we do have a basement, but it's not like a finished basement. So quite frankly, Gatlin's kind of terrified of it because it's a little bit creepy down there. Like it's not, I mean, it's not wet or whatever, but it's still a a creepy basement with some spiders and um, he gets his anxiety from his mama. So like if we have to, I don't know, head to the basement, typically he, I mean, he's thinking the worst. We're definitely going to die and... Um, so usually, like, I try not to go to the basement unless, like, unless they're really on the news, like, if you're in this area specifically, take cover now. I try not to. What I will do is make everybody get shoes on. Um, most of us are some barefooters here in this house, except for Jeff, so I never have shoes on, but if I know that, like, okay, it's a warning, everybody's putting tennis shoes on just in case we need to make a move quick, we all have protected feet. Mm-hmm. Um, we lived well, I know you know this but our probably don't but we lived in a single wide trailer for about six years and uh, anytime there was any kind of a tornado we just got in the car and drove in the opposite direction <laughs> like, I know they tell you to seek shelter but there is no shelter in a single wide trailer Oh, and unfortunately they're just so lightweight that that wind Oh, I would have destroyed it like a soda can. Uh, speaking of, I know uh, Eric's work had a situation. Did you also see mm-hmm. that there was a um, a semi-trailer got blown over? I didn't see that, no. I did. There was um, some campers at a camper dealership in that area. 
Okay. And that had some campers tipped over. Well, so the before the camper dealership, where I love to frequent a, a good Starbucks, mm-hmm. um, if you were heading north there on the main highway, literally just past the exit, like this truck must have made his way up the ramp, and then the second he got up to up to full height there, that wind tipped him over sideways and across all of the lanes of traffic horizontally. So it's literally laying on its side still right now, uh, laying on its side and blocking three lanes of traffic. So all three lanes were diverted down to one lane where everybody had to drive in like the berm to get around. That was the one lane they had open was the berm, not even a real lane. Oh my gosh. Oh, it, it didn't surprise me. Um, the no power thing. I know we had some coworkers actually south of us lose some power today. We didn't knock on wood, which is good because I, again, I feel like it should be way later in this week than Tuesday. For <laughs> Same. But I, Gallon and I were talking about it on the way to school this morning. I was like, man, how is it only Tuesday? Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it's really been kicking my behind lately. And quite frankly, I don't have time for a tornado today. When uh, I saw those campers tipped over, I told Eric, the very first thing I was thinking was, I bet their insurance is going to pay out on those. I bet we could get one of those for a steal. <laughs> oh, my God. I bet you could end all the hail damage. Because at one point this afternoon, mm-hmm. I laughed out loud. And it's not funny. So, I guess just my twisted sense of humor and how it was worded. Um, the alert from my weather app popped up and said something like, you know, uh, severe storm moving through, blah, blah, blah. But then it said there will be, and it was very definitive, like not like there could be, there will be ping pong ball sized hail. Mm-hmm. But then it proceeded on to basically like impending death is coming. Like it was like <laughs> humans and animals will be hurt. There will be the siding and windows and vehicles. There will also be wind damage to trees and power lines. Expect power outages. I was like, geez. Oh, my. And I'll have you know, we saw nothing ping pong ball sized here. Um, But it really did get us thinking and talking about like, I mean, I don't know. I I guess I haven't been a knitter during an actual threat of tornado. Like we've had a couple warnings, but they do a pretty good job of narrowing down, I think, where in the county it is. So a lot of times we might be under a warning, but it's not really going to affect us so we don't go downstairs. But I probably would take a project down because if I really, truly thought something was coming, I don't know. You don't know when it's safe to come back up. So I probably, yeah. I know that that sounds a little, a little crazy, but what if the rest of my yarn got blown away in a tornado? I would at least have that <laughs> skein of yarn to work with. I wonder if my insurance would cover... Like all the yarn in my craft room, you know what I mean? Like I wonder, just photograph I mean, sure not, but and keep all of your Joanne's receipts. And I feel like they would have to. How <laughs> <Without> you? <laughs> yeah, um, I'd be like, here's the username and password to my Joanne's app. Just go on there and take a look around. Yeah, let me know what's on there. Um, you know though, they, you would come at them like, yeah, I've got a claim here for this tornado damage of all of my valuables and they'd probably be like okay 
what's the total value? And if you come out swinging with even like five grand, they would be like, well, that's it. You know how much yarn you could buy with five grand on your yarn room? Um, because I'm used to paying out like jewelry claims and yeah, arms and electronics and somebody comes at them for some yarn. I feel like they would hand that to you with no question asked. <laughs> right. That Picasso away though <laughs> yes yes the bedroom. Um, um, by the way slightly off subject but what we do best got an alert today do you know who is back on cameo mm-mm, no michael bolton oh <laughs> oh man shut up I looked at him. he was he was expensive yeah, he was. You know what? Um, I don't know if, if anybody's looked up what Cameo is. I haven't done it. I know you have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually pretty cool. You can look up different celebrities. And they're like of all different. You've got a good variety of some A-listers, some B-C-D-listers. Some Galaxy stars. Galaxy stars. More local or smaller bands or musicians, uh, comedians. But I was surprised. I was looking at the jokers for jeff because he loves them Mm -hmm. um and they wanted more money for myrrh than joe gatto and i'm sorry sorry myrrh i would not pay more money for you and i'm not sure that i know anybody that would no (laughs) not you anybody listening um because i don't know who's your favorite i know joe's not on there anymore but Q is probably my favorite. I think Sal's my favorite, especially the early ones like him and that big cat man. Mm-hmm. Like the White Castle yeah. one and all of that. Man, those uh, my favorite Mer one is when he is the vampire testifying amongst the gospel choir. <laughs> yeah. um, and they play these reruns here. I feel like on a couple different channels for 24 hours all day every day like i see that one like weekly it's on and I, it's weird because they've been on for quite some time now so it's like seinfeld i don't know they still play all those same reruns too um also coming up this week not on today tuesday as one might have led an entire department to believe we have cinco de mayo coming up on thursday mm-hmm. yep um, I'm not sure what made me jump the gun and alert our entire department that it was actually on a Taco Tuesday. And I'm also not sure why everybody just let me go. Like, <laughs> an entire team of 14-ish folks just let me ride out that Taco Tuesday. And I was really excited for it. So, I don't know if that's unwavering support or... That's my mom and Eric's birthday. Is My twin... Uh, is the sixth, so I love it. I feel like it's a perfect excuse, especially if you have family birthdays that day, to go eat Mexican for celebratory purposes. Yeah. Uh, that's funny that they share a birthday, though. Mm-hmm. They're 16 years apart, I think. Oh, that's even funnier. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Cinco de Mayo would be a... a... We have a co-worker whose little boy's birthday is also on Cinco de Mayo. 
Oh. Um, who plays baseball with Gatlin? Oh, okay. Yeah, I know who. And he was for me the original COVID birthday party parade child. <laughs> um, his mom organized. His birthday was in May of you know the first COVID year situation, mm-hmm. and she organized a drive-through parade for him, which super fun um and it was cute like he was just so excited for it so i don't know he will always be that kid for me like i know they show those kinds of clips on the news and stuff but for me it'll always be his little face being excited out there yeah that's cute people are crafty man i saw one the other day i get roped up into watching these what are they called on facebook reels yeah yep Mm -hmm. those will suck you right in um, but mine are always like sappy ones that I'm watching. A lot of military come home videos. I'm always like sobbing in those. Uh, I don't know why I do this to myself, but um, mine's always dogs, and it makes me sad too. <laughs> I love the dog ones. Yes, um, especially the ones where it's like either the kid they found the missing puppy, or mm-hmm. one day, and this little girl had just been wanting a puppy so bad, so bad, and she was probably like five and. They give her this puppy, and she starts just being hysterical about it. And mm-hmm. I got a puppy, you know, losing my own mind. Yeah. I hate that I do that. Sometimes, though, I'm like, well, you just spent 20 minutes watching and crying over all these videos of people you don't even know. What is wrong with you? Um, We had to take our dog to the vet this morning. When I was talking to the vet on the phone, I was bawling hysterically on the phone, <laughs> which I as should have been he's my baby (laughs) yes um poor sarah her i say puppy because he's just always going to be a puppy at heart i feel but (laughs) he's a baby had a bit of a situation today and she had to take him to the emergency vet and i'm going to be honest i would probably have been freaking out too because the the swelling and all of that like is one thing i feel like you reacted really well on that but the bleeding out of the eyes part Mm mm-hmm is really what would have done me in um, yeah. for reacting. And, I mean, honestly, a way better outcome than I was expecting. Yeah. And since he's taken his medicine twice now today, I gave it to him this morning when we got back from the vet. And then again, when we got done with dinner and like his fever, has, which is good. Good. And, um, but yeah, I was talking to the lady on the phone and then I told her, I was like, I'm so sorry that I'm crying. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I but... just need help. <laughs> That's our, like our family though. And I don't know, it's going to be, I don't know. We have Liza and she's old. And when anything happens to her, these kids are going to probably need counseling. So that's, that's what I was saying. Well, that's what I was telling the dog. Just need another good 10 years from you because you and I have a Route 66 road trip to take here in a few oh, years. Oh, yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> and he is just the best boy. Yeah. Uh, the the other two are a little shady. <laughs> I, I don't know. They, uh, they might need a babysitter when we leave, but Spade's a good, he's a good car, car rider. Oh, well... My girl Vegas can come here. Um, (laughs) She's so hyper. No, our other girl, I don't know. She'd probably (laughs) fall in our sleep. (laughs) 
about her tonight too because she was she just sleeps all day she can't be bothered by anything um except for she gets an attitude when she's eating and then she of course or when anybody else makes food dish yes and then she gets really um angry if anyone comes near the house that she doesn't feel like should be near the house but otherwise she just sleeps like 20 hours a day (laughs) and so i told erica i said you would never realize that she was such a psychopath (laughs) yeah just to look at her sleep that i mean she's got a pretty dreamy life sleep and nap all day wake up and be a lunatic right she wakes up and chooses violence (laughs) all the time i mean she's just Just oh and i just need to do more channeling of lucky yeah she's i mean she's otherwise a good dog she just has an attitude problem is the problem yeah well i mean who doesn't these days but spade just he just wanted all the love at the vet today he wanted everyone to hug him and to pet him and he wanted all the treats (laughs) oh i love it oh my gosh um Um, also pet peeve can i give a dirty look this week bring it um okay i didn't know if you had one no in the works um dirty look this week would be when you do take your animal to the vet people let their animals come up lick on your animal first of all you don't know that he's nice (laughs) you know because we've never met before and two you don't know that he's not contagious with something right and three respect some personal space right but we're sitting here trying to keep him calm because he's just already just an anxious dog anyway and being in a new place like he was just wanting to whine and explore and all that kind of stuff and so eric was trying to keep him under control and these people just kept letting their dog come up and like sniff him and lick him and all this stuff and i'm like no (laughs) no why does it start shaking Hmm? like she's liza Um, when we take her to the vet yeah um she instantly starts shaking like it's like Parkinson's terrified yes oh um her whole body like it's literally like you would think she was seizuring almost it's pretty ridiculous she also does that if you have meat of any kind if she knows <laughs> like he is like losing it mm-hmm. um it's almost like she's gonna turn into the hulk but <laughs> and you take her to the vet that's what she does as well or like on a long car ride Probably the first hour of it is her just shaking in hysterics like that until she gets settled down. And then then you're good. Then you're good from there. She's fine. She'll just lay down, sleep. No big deal. But um, it is quite interesting. Yeah, it was was a trip today. Then, of course, Eric was like, I have blood on my pants. Where is that coming from? And I snapped. I was like, everywhere. It's coming from everywhere. (laughs) Have you seen him? (laughs) One particular place is down though that is a relief hopefully by tomorrow full 24 hours of having his in his system and stuff that he'll be good back to go yeah yeah and i don't know i was a crazy person this morning and i don't know i just i hope that whatever they figure out is wrong with him can be easily managed with a medication or something Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure it can. Um, we had a dog once that had epilepsy, and I didn't even realize dogs could have that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, lo and behold, he had to take a pill every day, and he was totally fine. Um, but he had real bad seizures one time, 
and they took him in and whatever and it was yep epilepsy in a dog well i sent a picture of him this morning to our boss <laughs> oh no i feel like he Before needed to back. see it i guess and now i'm like Maybe I should maybe I should have just been like, hey, this is what's going on. I'm gonna take a personal day today and just left it at that. But I went back and reread my text message that I sent him this morning. I was like, Sarah, you sounded like a psychopath. <laughs> you but, sound like a lunatic. Um, if you recall, I had to have gallbladder removed like six ish years ago. Uh-huh. Um, I talked to our boss, same boss there, um, prior to the surgery, and I was totally coherent, like I'm going to go into surgery. They're going to do this emergency, remove it out. I'll let you know what they say. Cause I didn't know how long they were going to make me be off of work, like for recovery. Mm-hmm. I totally was like, I'll follow up with you afterwards. Let you know what they say. Hindsight. I probably shouldn't have done that. Like immediately following the surgery. Oh, because I may or may not have still been rather. Loopy. Uh, looped up from yeah. all the patients, but you better believe I called anyway. And he didn't answer. So I left a voicemail. Mm. Now he's never acknowledged or said anything about. (laughs) But I feel like it was probably played on repeat for some of our coworkers behind the scenes, if I had to guess. Because I totally rambled on for like, I don't even know, solid three minutes. Like, (laughs) hey, it's me. I had surgery. But it was like, I mean is really bad and oh, no. let me do that i don't i don't know what happened there somebody, <laughs> somebody probably taken my access to the phone but yeah. uh if anything else i was fairly new in this role at that time so he probably was like man this girl said she was gonna follow up afterwards and she was serious she is still in the recovery room calling me yeah that's uh, me like anytime i am in any sort of emotional way or scared or upset or something somehow my emotions have come into play to where I'm not thinking so level-headed things get wild I say I say crazy things I send crazy text messages and emails like it's I feel that it's never anything I'm proud of (laughs) headed out with the school today if I could give a dirty look oh yeah Mm -hmm. uh well my kids attendance isn't the best Mm -hmm. so in their defense in in Gatlin's specific defense. Okay. He's my 4.0 student. Like, his grades are always great. Not that he doesn't have to try, but school comes really easy for him. Mm-hmm. Not as easy for Remington. It's a little, a little different. Her learning path is a little different, and that's fine. But for Gatlin, I mean, he rocks school. Never in trouble. Always hopeful. Like, he's just that kid. Uh, mm-hmm. Get a today from the school about his attendance and keep in mind like we're coming off this covid year where if you so much as sneeze like they want you to keep your kid home because god forbid you have covid and i'm not trying to get into any of that but i'm saying this is how the school feels they don't want you to send your kid to school sick and i get that as a parent i don't want to send them if they don't feel good either yeah but then i got a letter uh, about his attendance and it's so i called the name on the letter who is a person that has the title of um, attendance officer for the entire district. And his name's on the letter. So I thought it's probably who I should talk to. Uh, turn- so is it like an actual officer, like a truant officer? Or like, yes. That's just what uh, they're called. I don't know. It's his, it's his title. 
Okay. And it referenced a uh, court, which oh, is enough to make someone want to call and scope it out, right? Uh, yes, hundred percent. Oh, and I'm gonna be honest. I've had what's today Tuesday a rough like four ish days at the office where. It's just busy season, and I'm really wearing thin on some patients. Mm-hmm. So I call this gentleman, and I leave a voicemail. And I might have been a little gung-ho in the message. Um, super polite, but you know me that I'm a bit passive-aggressive, and in a bit, I mean a lot. I leave a voicemail. And so I'm like, hello, Mr. Attendance Officer calling about this letter I got about Gatlin and I would love to have a conversation with you about it. Mm-hmm. Give me a call back. Here is my number. And that's exactly, exactly the tone I used. Yeah. So this cat calls back and instantly starts off with, it's just an automated letter from the system. It comes directly from the school building. He don't have anything to do with it. So I'm like, okay, well, hear me out, fella. <laughs> Your name's on it. It's on the... Exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, your name is on the letter. So if it's not you, no problem. I don't want to waste your time or mine. Who should I be talking to? Yeah. Because at this point, again, no patience whatsoever. So just tell me the name. We'll carry on. I will call that person and ring their ear about this. So, um, no one. So it's automated. That's all he kept saying. It's automated from the school. Like, okay, but somebody somewhere within the district has to understand that a a parent might want to speak to someone about it. So again, that's your title and your name's on the letter. So if it's not you, just, okay, who do you report to? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no one. Everybody's got a boss guy. Like, you report to no one? So I'm like, well, I mean, okay, hear me out. I'm a taxpayer and you work for the public school. So technically, I guess I'm your boss, but everybody's got a boss. And I'm just asking Mm -hmm. who to report to, sir. Maybe that's who I need to be speaking with. Five times later, he finally tells me, hang up and call this person. But I can tell you right now, they're not in, but you can leave a voicemail. said, okay, is that who you report to? Yes, it is. And I said, now, sir. Why did you have to make that so difficult for me to ask you the same question five times before you finally tell me the answer? Because if someone asked me who my boss is, let me tell you, within about, I don't know, 2.2 seconds, I can respond and tell you who my boss is. Right. Like, it's not debatable or question. Like, I know exactly who I report to. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. And if you go to court, I, I who, who comes to court? for the school district side i'd be like maybe that's who i need to talk to who's going to be at court court today it's him so Mm -hmm. i'm like uh how long have you been at this job my friend 62 years in the district i feel like it might hang it up (laughs) right like does that include the time that he was (laughs) oh no and here's what he said to me that made me is what really burnt me up about it was i mean i'm 37 and i'm not ashamed of that in the slightest i'm not weirded out mm-hmm. by my birthday i love my birthday every year it's a big deal so like it doesn't it doesn't creep me out but yeah again he has worked for the district for 62 years um 
I'm 37. And he says, well, I'm telling you, it's automated. It's not like it was when we were in school. Uh, excuse me. You got a mouse in your pocket, sir? (laughs) Nobody's chiseling the Fred Flintstone tablet to send home the attendance record for their kids. When I was in school, believe it or not, they actually had computers. I know you're talking, but I am not that old. But it just, he just burnt me up, man. So I'll tell you what, I call the superintendent because I just don't play. I'm, I'm completely done. Call there, get a voicemail, get a call back from the receptionist who's like his secretary or admin or whatever. Just wants to get a feel for what I was wanting or if maybe she could help me, which is fine. Um, but then she said he was in and out of meetings today and tomorrow. And I said, okay, well do you think I could expect a call back by like Thursday then again it's it's Tuesday and she said well I would hope you would give him a little more grace than that no nope nope we're done we're done with grace (laughs) actually and I gotta give it to our guy because whether I agree with all of his policies and and everything that he does aside this dude almost always gets a lunatic voicemail for me because by the time I've reached him, like I'm done with everyone else at the school. So by the time I've reached him, it's usually pretty escalated. Yeah. Um, never hesitates to call me back. And if he doesn't get me and leaves a voicemail, he'll call back later on and try again. Like, so today when I talk to him, I'm like, hey, um, I just want to say kudos to you because you always know that when you call me, I'm probably going to be half of a lunatic, but you call me back every time. So thank you for that. Um, So I went through the whole rundown of everything with him and the fact that old dude doesn't have a boss and he's Mm going to gently remind him tomorrow that he is the boss actually. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's a template. The state makes us use. He's fine. Just, Make sure he comes to school. And I was like, yeah, it's not like I'm keeping home to look, like let him skip school. Right. But it's not running the streets. Well, and he said, if they want to pay my copay every time he has a sore throat just to get a doctor's note, by all means, I will allow the school to do that. But if they want me to pay that out of my pocket just to get him a stupid ass doctor note every time he has a sniffle, it's a no. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It's a no. So that was a really long story. And I'm sorry, but it was a hell of a drink. No, it's fine. I was boiling today. Get it all off of our chest today. <laughs> Welcome to the Brittany and Sarah session. Uh, yeah. We're... No, not quite. But I will say, although it is tornado-y, um, which is definitely a techn- technical term, um, mm-hmm. I do feel like we have finally turned the corner of no more snow. I agree. Next week, it should be gorgeous. I welcome it. I just want to... I want to lay out and mm-hmm. soak up some sunshine and vitamin D. Um, it was we had baseball last night, our first game, and uh, it was an absolutely perfect night. Like the temperature, and it was nice and sunny. You know, up to like eight thirty, probably. It was mm-hmm. We had the early game, so we started at five thirty, and. A little bit of a breeze, but I was like, this could not be dreamier for baseball weather. It was so, so nice. Uh, mm-hmm. The game itself, uh, we did not come out with a win, but I was really proud of our little team. We've got some young kids this year, and um, they've never... So, in the minor league, 
it is coach pitch uh, for our little league. And when they move up to the majors, which is where we are, um, it is kid pitch. So Gatlin took a ball the other night right to the rib cage. Yep. Left a perfect baseball circle bruise on his on his backslash side area. Um, and don't get me wrong, I would have absolutely cried because I know it had to hurt the kid that threw it, threw it pretty hard. Um, but at the same time, he would be like, Oh, I can't reach to tie my shoe because my back hurts. And I'd be like, oh, okay, fella, it's just a bruise, like tie your shoes and come on. Um, but we had a kid get hit at the game last night, and I think it's this kid's first year playing, and he got hit super hard and cried all the way. But toughed it out, stayed. But by the time he even got to second base for like the next hit, he was still over there, like, <gasps> like it was devastating. But we didn't even have enough players to like sub him out because our team is really small. So on a good day, if everybody shows up, we got enough people to play. And if not, we have to borrow yeah. players from other teams. Um, so we toughed it out, but yeah, we lost like 11 to 4, I think. Um, mm -hmm. So we'll get there. Get yeah. Hit for the first time ever, which was also interesting. Um, I told him I was really proud of him because he could have got out there, decided he wasn't doing a good job and been like, take me out. This is terrible. You know, put somebody else in. But he didn't. He he stayed in and did his thing. And I don't know. Uh, they play again Saturday if it doesn't rain. But it's Ohio. So who knows? Yeah, yeah. Next week I saw it's and sunny almost every day. Man, that's really exciting. I'm off on Wednesday. Um, Remington has a dentist appointment and it is oddly like smack in the middle of the day. So between I hate that. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm not even gonna try to fight because I know that we have it really good and They'll work with our schedule if we can, you know, work some before we go and come back or whatever. I just don't want to have to mess around with it, quite frankly. Well, it's like, and what do you do with the rest of your day? Right. It's derailed anyway. I might as well just, just take the whole day and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, but back, maybe I'll just lay out if it's going to be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, you've got a trampoline, right? I mean, lay out yep. on the trampoline. Please still lay out. It needs, I need to get a broom and sweep it off because... The tree where they've got oh, two of our trees have those little teeny white petals all over them. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And like when the wind blows, it looks like it's snowing, but it's not. It's just flower petals. Are uh, those those Bradford pear trees? I don't know, but I did see that the state of Ohio is banning them. Yeah, starting next year. Mm -hmm. Which is good because, I mean, who wants a dead carp tree? Everyone says that it smells. I've never smelled that before. Um, I haven't either, but I've never been that close to one, to be honest. I don't think it's what ours are. And if so, then I guess they don't smell to me either. But, um, I wonder if it's one of those weird things. Like, you know, they say mm -hmm. cilantro. Like yeah, it tastes like dish soap to some people. Yes. I've heard that. Mm -hmm. Um, it's either like a you love it or you hate it. Yeah. And I'm really thankful that it doesn't taste like soap to me. I would be no. I love cilantro. Um, Jeff's not that big of a fan, but... I love it in fresh salsa. Mm -hmm. That's how I am. If it's if it doesn't taste like cilantro and lime, Mexican food. <laughs> uh, 
which I love like our local Mexican restaurant we go to their salsa is really good but I'm such a wimp because there's sometimes that I'm like oh this ooh, this is a little zesty today and Jeff's like it's definitely like mild tomato salsa what are you talking <laughs> but everything to me is uh, just a shade spicy actually we had a co-worker make fun of me one time we had crab cakes at work and I was like they're not bad but Ooh, is anybody else's mouth on fire and they're like Brittany it's a freaking crab cake knock it off but you know what there actually was yeah. some, uh, the more he ate them he also was like well I am getting a little bit of an after zing and I was like I told you so yeah but everything to me is is zesty you know yeah, I, mean, I'm, I don't like I, spice either the sauce that uh, comes with the Japanese the crab rangoons we get mm-hmm I want to know what that sauce is because I really like it. Yeah. Um, I will both do great in a nursing home with our bland preferences. Yes. <laughs> Bring on the Mrs. Dash. <laughs> right. You know, that's such a hospital seasoning. Like, so both kids, I had preeclampsia, which makes your blood pressure just off the charts really high. Um, like stupid high and so they want you you know no sodium no salt no nothing to help you know i guess all of those things of course factor into your blood pressure mm -hmm. so they would bring like a whole you know 72 course hospital meal which first of all who's eating all that hospital food but second of all they would be like and here's your packet of mrs dash we brought regular as well as lemon pepper or whatever and i'd be like oh okay i guess i'll sprinkle this lemon pepper mrs dash on my corn I like Mrs. Dash. I've got some Mrs. Dash seasonings in my cabinet because um, I like to put it on my french fries. Oh, that's good. Did you ever use the, what was the butter one? I remember being a kid, we used to use, like, maybe Mrs. Butter was what it was called. But. Mm, I don't know. It was like a, like a powdered butter flavor, if you will. We used to, man, do you remember the Jiffy Pops? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jiffy Pop It Up, which I thought was, like, the coolest thing ever. Um, yeah. And we would use this sprinkle on, like, butter topping. Mm -hmm. uh, that was another one that we always had in the house. But, yeah, Mrs. Dash, the hospitals love that stuff because it is low or no sodium. Yeah. I, like, I just think it tastes good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's just a mix of all kinds of different flavors at once. Like, I'm not on any kind of no sodium diet or anything, but I... I don't know. I just like the flavor of it. Mom always used to also use a seasoning. It was like a Montreal steak seasoning. Oh. Um, and it was always really good, but she used it for everything a little excessively. Um, and I don't know. First of all, why do we love Montreal steaks? Who said that they've got steaks that are good? Like, I don't know. I'm sure there's plenty of other blends. Uh, my ultimate favorite, Reed Drummond, she loves lemon pepper on her steaks. And they run a cattle farm, so I feel like if anybody knows how to cook a steak, it's probably them. Yeah. I want to find a place, maybe our listeners can tell me um, if they're semi-local. I want to find a place that serves beef wellington, like Chef Ramsay makes. I think there's maybe a place in Beaver Creek. What? We have been looking for years. There's a place um, called the Wellington Grill. I think that's what it's called. So I would assume okay, that they would have something like that. 
them, and I do not believe that they serve beef Wellington. Because oh. I'm pretty certain I bitched about it to Jeff saying, how can you name yourself the Wellington whatever and you don't even serve beef Wellington? Oh, I, think I didn't have- know that. I just, <laughs> I just assumed. <laughs> Sorry, I've, I'm a psycho and I've been looking for a long time. But I think they serve other things like lobster Wellington. No, I just mm. want Jeff Ramsey, but I don't want to have to go to Las Vegas to get it. Right. Um, I found several recipes. I think I might just try to make it sometime because it doesn't look. I mean, this is me pretending to be Chef Ramsay. I've watched a lot of videos that make it look really easy. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it is, though. So it'll probably be one of those things down the road where we're posting an episode about Pinterest fails. Are you going to make a risotto with it? Because I, I feel like it is absolutely a must. I do agree. <laughs> um, like a good yes. I feel like. I don't know. And then, I mean, we don't really eat fish, but maybe just make some fish on the side for Jeff to be able to Hulk smash his fist into you when it's still cold <laughs> in the center. Yeah. Um, it's always the fish for some reason, and it kills us. We still watch it, though. It mm-hmm. kills us how every episode, like, whatever he's smashing the food or doing whatever, or, like, they'll cut the meat, and then there's the Hell's Kitchen logo every time. Yeah. Uh, I always liked watching Kitchen... Was it no, not was it Kitchen Nightmares? Kitchen Nightmares. One where he goes into people's restaurants. Yes, yep, that was Kitchen Nightmares. And I'm like, how has the health department not shut these places down? Yes. Um, there is a specific place that you and I both frequent. Um, and sometimes I think of them when I see like this restaurant doesn't maybe have the best. Don't get me rude wrong their food is great and i still eat it all the time so i'm not saying it like that but they don't necessarily maybe like their fryer area is not not the greatest and i feel like chef ramsey would probably shred them to pieces over it oh um but i think of that show often about it and like him walking in and like always being like well you had raw chicken hanging over the raw roast beef and all of them were kept at 50 degrees or whatever crazy Mm -hmm. Um, I also want to know what those health inspectors are doing in those counties. Or do, I mean, does everybody's counties do that? I don't know. Here in Ohio, they even publish it in the newspaper. Um, it's one of my favorite things to read, actually. <laughs> but they will publish, like, oh, here's the list of Wellington County's health food inspections. Um, and it tells you every, like, you know, McDonald's had crumbs in the whatever refrigerator or like it gives the lowdown on every violation they got written for some of them i'm like oh i would have never guessed that i'm probably not eating there again um i don't know it's but it is one of my favorites i love to read that and guilty pleasure i also am not sure why i love to go on the stupid sheriff's website and see who's in jail in our county Mm -hmm. i don't know why i don't know why i even care but it's just well, it's because we all either know them or in some way associated. <laughs> well, and some of it's crazy. I'll be like, what? That's so-and-so's dad, you know, from school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is also a guilty pleasure. Plus, our county has a really great app that allows you to just, at a quick glance, tap on in there and see who's. I had no idea there was an app. What? Oh, no. I can't wait. I'm going to send it to you. It's the best. Okay. Eric would love it, too, because I know that he probably knows more than half the people in there from his school days as oh, well. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and 
most of them also has like their uh, entry photo or like their mugshot photos. So mm-hmm. I'll be like, Jeff, do you know this person? And he'll be like, yeah. And then I'll show him the picture and he's like, ah, you know, they look horrible. But uh, that makes me sound like a really terrible person. But I mean, if you've stuck with us this year and a half, you probably already know that I am. Um, but no, check out check out that app for real because it. I also really like it if we're going to change gears and not sound like a, such a psychopath. I really like the app also because you can look up who is registered as a sex offender. It yeah. shows app like in relation to like I can pull up my house on the map and look. Uh, we don't have any near us, so that's cool. But they keep it really updated and it's pretty user friendly. So for that to shout out Wellington County uh, sheriffs. So... We shouldn't because we live within so many miles of a school or, you know, like in a neighborhood. But that doesn't mean anything always, I guess. Right. Well, and I just check. I mean, we're not really too. Well, I guess we are kind of close to a school also. Um, But I don't know. I just like to keep an eye out or check because if I, I don't know. I just like to know if anybody's walking down my street or whatever i i don't know i like to keep an eye out or know who to look for like i said there's pictures associated with all of those too yeah uh, so they do a pretty good pretty good job um well if you stuck it out with us this long and you are celebrating on thursday for cinco de mayo uh we too will be celebrating in spirit uh that the mexicans uh took down the french empire i suppose and probably be enjoying a margarita if you're not celebrating tell us what else you're doing this week uh we would love to hear from you we can be found on social media at needles hooks dl uh that is you'll find sarah running our lovely instagram page or we've got facebook and messenger and tiktok uh you can also email us it is spelled all the way out needles hooks and dirty looks at gmail.com or you can join our super fun Facebook group. Uh, it is the Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast year-long stitchathon. And oh my gosh, before we go, I know we've already been mm-hmm. on forever tonight, but everybody's blankets are looking so awesome. They are, yep. Um, if you've listened into past episodes, you've heard us talk about our temperature blankets or some others' temperature projects. Um, Join our group, even if you're not making anything temperature related. Just go see how talented and creative everyone is. Because my gosh, now that they're really coming out and starting to change colors with the change of the seasons, they Mm -hmm. are looking awesome. Um, So again, you can find our group there. It's Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks podcast year long stitch-a-thon. Super fun group of friends there. And everybody just just stitching it up. Uh, Yep. I don't know, but otherwise hit us up next week tell us what you're up to give us your dirty look we will absolutely throw out a dirty look on your behalf if necessary so yep. tell us who we need to give it to hit us up at needle 60 otherwise find us here next week bye